How often do you evaluate your planning process for how you create your plans? For example, right now we're in a time where a lot of people are working on their strategic plans. When was the last time you actually evaluated the process that you're using to create the plan? Now, the reason why that's so important is because you know that if you have a good process, you can usually end up with good results. But if you have a suboptimal process, you usually end up with suboptimal results. And that means that if you don't have a good plan, you're probably not going to end up seeing the kind of revenue and the kind of profitability that you'd like to see next year. The good news, of course, is that you can always turn that around. And if you have a more optimal process, you can have more optimal results. So you don't have to live with a suboptimal process. So if you can eliminate some of the common mistakes that virtually every business makes, you can immediately increase the probability of creating a great plan. And if you have a great plan, that ultimately will allow you to grow by 20, 30, 50, 100% or more next year. And if that sounds interesting to you, then my guess is that you want to figure out what are those five critical mistakes in planning that virtually every business makes, because the sooner you can eliminate them, the sooner you'll have a more optimal plan, which means that you'll end up generating a lot more revenue for the coming year. So if you want to make sure that next year is one of your best years ever, then you want to avoid all five of these critical planning mistakes that virtually every business makes. So what are those five critical mistakes that virtually every business makes during their planning cycle? Well, number one, they almost always start with last year's plan. In other words, they pull out last year's plan, they look at that, and then they tweak a little bit you know, here and there. And that is not strategy. Strategy is not based on who you've been. Strategy is based on who you want to be. It's always the future and you move back. You don't start with the present and move forward. That's the tactical part. The strategic part is who do we want to be? And if there's anything that this year of the pandemic has taught most of us, it's that the world changes pretty fast. And pivoting is important for all of us to be thinking about all the time. That means that you can't just pull out last year's plan and figure out how do we do it just a little bit better. You need to start by thinking about who do you really want to be in the future. And that future you may be radically different than who you've been. So if you want to avoid that mistake, the first thing you don't want to do is pull out last year's plan when you're starting the planning process. Forget that. That's out of here. That's number one. The second critical mistake that almost every business makes is they don't start with research. They don't start with research. So I do a lot of strategic planning for companies, and it is very rare when I ask them, you know, what are your competitors doing, that they actually know the answer to that. Uh, what are the trends going on in your industry? Almost no one says anything. It's crickets. If I ask them, you know, what are your vendors thinking? You know, what what's going on with your customers or your clients? You know, do you have any data or research? Have you met with them and asked them what are the urgent wants they have going into this coming year? Crickets, 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 because they haven't done any research. Typically, a group of people show up in a room and they just start planning, and that's the wrong way to do it. It's a suboptimal planning process. If you want to have an optimal planning process, it means that you have to start with research before you arrive in the room, and you should know about your customers, your competitors, the industry, etc. So number two, always start with research, and you'll avoid that critical mistake. Critical mistake number three is that they don't discuss their assumptions. They don't discuss their assumptions. This happens almost every time. I get in a room and I'll ask them, what are your assumptions about your customers? What are your assumptions about your competitors? What are your assumptions about the government? What are your assumptions about interest rates? What are your assumptions about regulations? 
What are your assumptions about? And it's always crickets because they haven't thought about their assumptions. But think about this. Every decision you and I make is always based on the assumptions we're making. So you could have five or seven people in the room and they all have different assumptions about what's going to happen next year. And they wonder why we can't figure out how to make a better decision. It's because they haven't unearthed, they haven't given voice to those assumptions. So if you want to have a better planning process, it's pretty simple. You need to just discuss what are our assumptions about all of those things? What are our assumptions about price points? And what are our assumptions going to be about how much it's going to cost per lead for next year versus this year? Like you need to have those conversations about them. And if you make you know the right decisions and the right assumptions, chances are you're going to end up with a better plan. If you don't, you're going to have a, a suboptimal plan. So from now on, start giving voice to those assumptions. Everyone agrees on the assumptions, and then you make the plan together. You'll end up with a better plan and better decision-making process than you will if you don't. So avoid mistake number three by making sure you give voice to those assumptions. Number four, the fourth key is that uh, almost all businesses focus in on incremental improvement versus big gains. So Remember I said earlier that people tend to take out last year's plan and then they just say, how do we do this a little bit better? That is almost always how they start out the planning process. And then they continue that way. And then they just make little tweaks because they're looking for incremental improvements. They assume that the product mix or the service mix that we have is going to be the one for this coming year. We assume that they assume they're going to go after the same target market. They assume the, the same prices, etc. And what you want to do in your strategic level planning is you want to be able to think about where are the big opportunities? Where are the significant right turns? Where are the big gains? Not the incremental changes, the big gains. You know, do we need to cut a product line? Do we need to open up a whole new uh, vertical? Do we need to, you know, uh, innovate a new product or service? Do we need to move to an adjacent or do we need to move to a completely new uh, market? Um, do we need to acquire a competitor? You want to be looking at what are the big gains? What are the things we can do that will significantly move the needle? Not the little incremental things that will take what we're currently doing and just do them a little bit better. So one of the rules that we have in the Biscalers Club is if you want a growth accelerator, and a growth accelerator is always related to revenue, then you want to make sure that every idea generates at least 5% of last year's revenue. So if you have five ideas and 5% at minimum, you're shooting for 25% growth. So in this case here, let's say you have a $2 million a year business, 5% would be 100K. So every idea on your plan has to generate 100K or more of additional new revenue. And if it doesn't, it doesn't make the plan. This forces you to make sure that you're looking for big gains as opposed to small incremental improvements. So if you want to end up avoiding that problem, make sure that everything hits at least the 5% rule and it's a significant change, not an incremental improvement. And then the fifth and final one is that they don't actually model out their ideas. So a lot of times I'll sit in a, in a group of people and they'll be talking about their ideas and they'll go, you know, that sounds like a good idea. Let's go with that one. How about that one? That sounds like a good one. How about that one? That sounds like a great one. And then like, okay, everybody, that sounds good. Yep, we all agree. But they haven't actually taken a spreadsheet out and actually modeled what does this look like? You know, if we introduce this in quarter two or quarter three and we want to hit that number, like how many do we need to sell at what price point? And they haven't modeled in what their uh, profit margin is going to be or they haven't modeled in their gross profit margins. And those are all assumptions that need to be modeled out to be able to look and say, hey, you know, we think this is a good plan, but when we put it on paper and we start modeling it out, you know, can we actually hit those numbers or not? And if you can't, then you have to go back and do some work.
just assuming, you know, that sounds like that's a 100K idea doesn't work. You ought to model out, does it actually produce 100K if we're going to introduce that, let's say, in July? And we only have six months. We don't have 12 months of that. How many are we going to sell? And can we sell enough of those at that price point? Do we need to adjust the pricing, et cetera? So if you want to avoid that problem, make sure you actually model out your plan and be able to say, you know what, we can hit those numbers based on these assumptions. And if you do that, you'll have a more optimal planning process. So there you go. Those are five critical mistakes that almost every business I've ever met makes, uh, whether they start from last year's plan or they don't do their research or they're looking for incremental improvement or they don't uh, give voice to their assumptions or they don't end up modeling. And you can avoid all of those if you simply do the opposite. And now you know how to avoid those five mistakes. So in light of that, you should be able to have a more optimal process. If you have a more optimal process, you should end up with a more optimal plan, which will hopefully allow you to grow by 25, 30, 50, 100% or more next year. It all begins by making sure that the process itself is right, because a better process will almost always lead to a better result. Suboptimal process leads to suboptimal results. I think you got this. So now you know how to avoid these five critical planning mistakes. If you found this helpful, make sure you pass it along to some other business owners and entrepreneurs you know because they could probably benefit from it as well. Uh, if you're watching this by video or listening by podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And then finally, make sure you keep checking back week after week because our commitment to you is to give you actionable, practical ideas here at BizScalers that can help you grow and scale a great business and do that faster. So until next week, to your Accelerate Success, Bruce out.